Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew, Bible teacher and pastor of Grace Valley Christian Center located in Davis, California. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series on the book of Romans with part two of this message entitled, How Will Your Life End? If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Romans chapter 6, verse 23. Now, here's our teacher, Pastor P.G. Matthew. So I spoke this morning about three points, two masters, two slaveries, and two destinies. Two masters, two slaveries, and two destinies. But the grace of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. If all in Adam are sinners, as we are told in chapter 5, beginning with verse 12, and all are to die eternal death for their sins, then how can anyone be saved from God's wrath and merited hell? This is the question. The answer is found in Jesus Christ. The Son of God became sinless man. And this God-man on the cross in elect sinner's place he died their death. And we died in him. We are buried in him and raised in him to live a new life. That is the gospel. So we read in Hebrews 2 verse 9, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels, now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. And verse 2 beginning with verse 14. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity. So that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil. And free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. And when we look at Romans chapter 3. Here it is plainly stated how Christ accomplished our salvation. Verse 25 of chapter 3, God presented him, God the Father presented Jesus Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. And chapter 5, verse 9 and 10, since we have now been justified by his blood, How much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if when we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. How much more having been reconciled, shall we be saved in his life? The gift of God is eternal life. Not wages of God for our obedience. Eternal life is gratuitous. 
It is a free bounty of God. It is charisma. It is grace gift. Based on the merit and righteousness of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. It is free, unmerited. It is God's gift. To those who merited death, he gives the gift of life. And to those who merited fiery hell, God the Father welcomes to his glorious heaven of eternal blessings. And we experience this gift of eternal life also in three installments. First, in this life, the moment you trust in Jesus Christ, you receive eternal life. And we spoke about chapter 5, verse 17 of the book of Romans. For if by the trespass of the one man death reign through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man Jesus Christ. The moment you trust in Jesus Christ, You are given eternal life and you reign with Christ even here in this life. The second installment of eternal life comes to us the moment we die. In the parable of the rich man and Lazarus, you find Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. To the thief who believed in Jesus Christ, he said, today you'll be with me in paradise. And St. John tells us in Revelation 14, 13, Blessed are those who die in the Lord. Why are they blessed? Because they are with God. And St. Paul says, Death is gain. Death puts us in God's presence. At death, our spirits are perfected. And received into the very presence of God. And we read this in Hebrews 12 beginning with verse 22. You have come to Mount Zion. You have come to God. You have come to the spirits of righteous men made perfect. The third installment of this eternal life comes to us when Jesus Christ comes again at which time the perfected spirit will be united with a glorious body like unto the body of Jesus Christ and in this body we live with him To live with God forever in full enjoyment of eternal life. What is eternal life? Jesus Christ gives us a definition in his high priestly prayer. John 17 and verse 3. This is eternal life that they may know thee the only true God. And Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Eternal life is to know God through Jesus Christ 
To know God is to love God. To know God is to live. Eternal life has its own quality. It is intimate fellowship with God. Which is happiness par excellence. Intimate fellowship with God. In the new garden of Eden. And it also has quantity. Remember Methuselah lived 969 years and then he died because he was a sinner but we live forever because we are given eternal life we live forever indestructible life Saint Paul tells us in 2nd Timothy chapter 1 verse 10 for Christ has destroyed death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. So when the gospel is preached, we are declaring that in Jesus Christ you can receive immortality, life eternal. And let me tell you, only few enjoy this eternal life by divine design from all eternity. Jesus said, but small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life and only few find it. That's why your mother doesn't want to believe. And your children don't want to believe. The twins, Esau and Jacob, we are told, Jacob I loved and Esau I hate. We are sinners. We are seen as sinners by God and he shows mercy to some. And doesn't show mercy to others. There are three possibilities. One of course is. He could have saved all sinners. To glorify his mercy. He could have condemned. And sent to hell all sinners. To glorify his justice. But he chose. To save some. And to not save others. To glorify both his mercy and his justice. We are told by Jesus Christ himself. Matthew 22 verse 14. Many are called but few are chosen. But Jesus gives eternal life to all who truly repent. All who come to him. All who trust in Jesus Christ. When he comes again to them, to us, he would say this. Matthew 25, verse 21, his master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. To us, he would say, as we read in Matthew 25, and verse 34, Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance. The kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. And in that chapter we also read the hell prepared for the devil and his angels. It is all prepared by Jesus Christ himself, kingdom and hell. Eternal life is the greatest, the grandest, 
the most precious gift God bestows upon his elect people. Blessed are all those whose names are written in heaven in the Lamb's book of life. Jesus said, do not rejoice that spirits are subject to you, demons are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven from all eternity. They will dwell with God in the new heaven and new earth. There shall be no more sin. No more curse, no more death, no more tears, no more pain, no more mourning, no more crying, no more separation, no night, no sickness, no wars, no poverty. We are told in Revelation 21 verse 4, because the old order of things has passed away, the new order has come. The kingdom of God has truly come. It is the fullness of righteousness and peace and the fullness of joy in the Holy Spirit. Charisma leads to kara. Grace, gift leads to joy. And it is the purpose of God that our joy be what? Full, 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 full. Then we shall see God's face, God face to face. We shall see him as he is. For we shall be changed and we shall also shine in glory. We shall live in our father's house. Jesus spoke about in John 14. Even now by faith we are already in heaven. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. There are folks in heaven right now. Let me read to you. But you have come to Mount Zion, to the heavenly Jerusalem, the city of the living God. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly. To the church of the firstborn whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all men. To the spirits of righteous men made perfect. To Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant. And to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. So I ask... How will your life end? I set before you eternal life and eternal death. For eternal death, people have been working all their lives. And they will receive their just wages. But eternal life is in Jesus Christ, our Lord, turn to chapter 5, verse 21 of Romans. We read, so that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the 23rd verse of chapter 6, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. In Christ Jesus our Lord. You cannot find eternal life outside of Jesus Christ. 
So the answer, what must I do to be saved, is truly believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. So repent earnestly and trust savingly in Jesus Christ and receive eternal life. Because the Bible says now is the accepted time. Now, right now. Not after your funeral. Paul says the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. St. Paul tells us 1 Corinthians 8 and verse 6 Yet for us there is but one God the Father from whom all things came and for whom we live. And there is but one Lord Jesus Christ through whom all things came and through whom we live. Now let me read to you what the Bible says about Jesus Christ. From Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17 through the end of that chapter. I keep asking that God our Lord Jesus Christ. The glorious father may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. So that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. In order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. The riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. And his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength. Which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And seated him at his right hand. In the heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority. Power and dominion. And every title that can be given. Not only in the present age. But also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet. And appointed him to be head over everything. For the church which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Jesus Christ is God and Lord and not a dead man. Inferior to Muhammad who did die. Eternal life friends is in Christ Jesus Not in Moses, not in Muhammad, not in anyone else. Hear ye, hear ye, all sinners of the world. Salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Is he your Lord? That is the question. I am speaking about eternal life. But you cannot have eternal life unless you confess with your mouth Jesus Christ is Lord. And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Therefore I urge you all. Serve the Lord Jesus Christ with fear and trembling. Serve the Lord Jesus Christ with fear and rejoice with what's a trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry and you be destroyed in your way. 
for his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. For the wages of sin is death. But thank God. But the gift of God is eternal life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. You have been listening to Grace and Glory Audio. A part two of this message entitled, How Will Your Life End? Come back soon for more transforming Bible teaching from Pastor P.G. Matthew.